This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine, published by Springer Nature. It's the official journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. Universal newborn screening has been successful at improving treatment and decreasing morbidity and death from a number of pediatric diseases. So a team of researchers decided to look into the utility of newborn screening when it comes to rare genetically linked forms of pediatric cancer. Lisa Diller is a professor of pediatrics at Harvard Medical School and vice chair of pediatric oncology at the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. From a clinical perspective, you have to understand the impact that knowing that a child is at risk for cancer might change the management and the outcome of that cancer. Because in general, this genetic testing is not going to be associated with primary prevention of cancer. So uh, we had to estimate how likely it would that early detection would make a difference in the outcome in these children, as well as uh, understand the potential ways in which surveillance might be used in children who had detected variants that were of concern. Knowing whether or not a newborn has a genetic variant with a strong penetrance for particular pediatric cancers can lead to increased screening and surveillance of these infants. For one type of cancer, such surveillance could prevent blindness. In others, it can save lives. These cancers are so rare, there are only a few hundred per year out of millions of births, and the subjects would have to be followed for so long to determine the benefit of such an intervention that it's likely not possible to set up a randomized controlled trial. Instead, Dr. Diller turned to her colleague Jennifer Yeh, assistant professor of pediatrics at Harvard Medical School, to design a model that could answer questions about the costs, the benefits, and the potential risks of such testing. So the model we developed is called the Precision Medicine Policy and Prevention Model, which we call Preempt. And it really served as this virtual laboratory that allowed us to test different hypotheses about the potential impact of newborn genetic screening. So in this model, what we can do is simulate different cohorts of newborns. So the first cohort would be under usual care, what's happening right now. And then the second simulation would be simulating the same set of individuals under a hypothetical scenario of genetic testing all of these newborns for a love and gene panel of cancer predisposition genes. Based on this model, they found that 1,600 newborns would have such pathogenic or likely pathogenic pediatric cancer genetic variants of the type they were investigating. And of these, 85% would not go on to get cancer and 15% of the newborns would. If we then assume that the pathogenic, likely pathogenic variant carriers underwent surveillance, which we assumed would result in early detection of cancer with more favorable survival and or reduced use of radiation, Our modeling found that among these individuals, there would be up to a 50% reduction in cancer deaths before age 20. In other words, about 30 lives saved. This is assuming a national screening program, and so the team modeled the costs of such an intervention. Our model results suggest that it would cost approximately $245,000 per life year gained, which we need some rule of thumb to uh, interpret that number. Uh, in the U.S., we generally consider interventions that cost 100000 per life year gained to be, quote unquote, good value for resources invested. And so that sense, with that benchmark, we're not quite there yet. But what's nice about this modeling framework is we can really use it to look at different hypotheses that we have. And we are able to vary that cost of genetic testing and see, you know, how low does it have to be for it to then reach this benchmark of good value? And that would be about $20 for the 
the gene panel. They use the most stringent assumption of penetrance known today, but Dr. Diller says it is still possible the penetrance could go down as more genomic research accumulates. Then the other thing that we didn't take into account in the model that is important as we think about this kind of work is the other effects of um, on the family of doing this kind of screening. So it identifying an infant who carries a germline mutation in a cancer predisposition gene might affect the parent health, sibling health, uh, reproductive decision-making um, going forward in that family, and none of that's included in the model. This is something they're planning on studying and integrating into the model. On the positive side, perhaps a test could help avoid other cancers within the family. They're also planning to integrate some of the potential negative outcomes of such a screening, such as whether families of the 85% who don't go on to develop cancer experience heightened anxiety. They're planning to study that in a small group of parents as they move this study into patient populations. Well, we've developed the panel in reality. Um, We've tested the panel against a small cohort of known carriers of these predisposition genes um, who have had that their particular variant identified in a clinical test and shown that we can reliably, using the amount of DNA that would be available in a newborn blood spot, they actual actually taking those patients' blood, making blood spots, extracting the DNA, and going forward, that we can actually detect the same expected variant that we know to be there clinically. What we'd like to do is get a sample of blood spots, a large sample of blood spots from children who went on to develop cancer. And we have a grant proposal in to be able to do that with about 1,500 children who went on on to develop the index cancers that we're talking about here. Those blood spots are linked to a cancer registry. And we can then look and see, kind of develop estimates of if we had known that this child was a carrier, could we actually imagine that that child's outcome would have been different using the cancer registry data, which tells us something about their stage, their outcome, their treatment, and the genetic results from the um, newborn blood spot. And we can put that back into the model for each of the genes and sort of refine the panel to figure out what the panel should really look like were we to bring it forward for population health. And then the next step after that would be to propose this for a statewide pilot in a state like Massachusetts, for example, where we are, to um, be able to test a panel or a single gene or a handful of genes, depending upon what the preliminary data suggest for newborn screening. The researchers say all new information can be incorporated into the model to help plan for eventual national pediatric cancer newborn screenings as the costs for such screening declines. Genetics and Medicine is the official journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics and is published by Springer Nature. I'm Cynthia Graber.